Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family. Take care of your chicken. Take care of your money. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? What's going on, Kansas City? We are finally, finally back in the building after a two-week hiatus. Players Only is back and back ready to finish up this season. Hopefully, we won't have another off Thursday until two weeks after the Super Bowl. That's how confident I am in this Chiefs team, and it's great to be back on the air. I got my partner in crime next to me, Barbershop, a.k.a. at Sean Barber 59 on Twitter. Barbershop, welcome back. Back in the building. Bum, 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 bum. That's for my man Joe Maisie. <laughs> Shout out to my man Joe Mizzy. Wizzy. How was your Thanksgiving, man? Man, listen, you know how I do, man. I go all sides. Those sides was. Oh, so you don't eat turkey or, or, or ham or nothing? You just go all sides? So I do eat meat. Just not on Thanksgiving. On my Thanksgiving, I just want to focus on all the side dishes. I create a, a just a master, like Picasso. It, my plate is a masterpiece. It is all touching, everything and touching. I start off, yeah, I know, yeah, it all touch. It ended up like a melee at the end, but it ends up with the, <laughs> right in the middle a nice, nice scoop of the stuffing. Then I put the mac and cheese there, the collard greens there. I put a little uh, uh, corn pudding, the corn pudding, cornbread right there. Then I got a few, about three or four double eggs. Then I have the uh, 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 cheesy potatoes, mm. man. It's like a yeah a carb so, fest. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about carbs and all that, but the plate itself, it was a beautiful Master- plate, masterpiece. So you can follow Sean Barber on Twitter, Sean Barber fifty nine. You can also follow me. I'm Danon Hughes at D A Hughes Guy eighty three on Twitter and Danon Hughes by Instagram. And if you do follow me, or if you do. Log in to follow me now. You will see my Thanksgiving plate. I am like Vanilla Ice Barbershop. I'm a one-hit wonder. I don't go back for seconds. I just have one plate, and I post it every year. So if you followed me throughout the years, or if you go back in my timeline, you will see my plate every year, and it almost resembles each other. It's about six inches high off the plate. Everything is touching. I'm equal opportunity. It's all going to the same place. You greedy. Turkey, ham, stuffing, yams, greens, That's deviled too, eggs, way too much. cranberry sauce, oh. rice, gravy, uh, what yeah. am I missing? Potato salad. You missing macaroni salad? That's an immature. That's an immature. All on one plate at one time, one big platter, and I tackle it. And it's known. It's known in these parts, barbershop. I'm known around these parts for my Thanksgiving plate. But hopefully everybody out there had a blessed and happy Thanksgiving. And it's good to be back here. It just so happens that our show, because it's on Thursdays, 
We seem to get bumped from time to time, whether it's K-State basketball two weeks ago or Thanksgiving last week. But it is my understanding. That's a production problem. It's my understanding that we will not get bumped off the air any more times this season. It's my understanding, Barbershop. I'm Somebody, putting that, I'm, I'm speaking it into existence. Wisdom and knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Those things are very, very hard to come by. So somebody around here had enough knowledge to realize this is the highest hour of the, of the, of the day. That's what I've been trying to say. So they, they did something that was wise and chose to like, hey, man, we got to stop bumping these cats. Hey. The, the listenership go down. The, I know. The, the P1s, all those. Yep. Uh, all preferred. the investors, everybody upset. All right, just like just like every week, we are coming to you with the J Southland Toast Service text line open and the phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. All right, the lines are open, Barbershop. It's tough in this first quarter. If you've listened to us in the past, we always try to tackle the last game, the last win, and weekly we are able to do that. But we've had three games since our last show, so makes it kind of tough on – what we want to tackle, we are still going to have the second quarter and the spitfire takes and and hot fire, fire pit takes. And then the third quarter will come to you with the Times Yours segment. And the fourth quarter, we will talk about the Bengals. But this first quarter, Barbershop, I'm going to give you an opportunity because we've had three games, maybe to give a, a wrap-up, whether it's just this last game or what you've noticed about this Chiefs team in the last three games, the last three games being wins, and uh, where we're headed. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a creature of short-term memory. I don't really have a long-term memory, so I can only remember about a game ago. So I know we, <laughs> we faced the Rams. I know we took care of business. Um, I mean, o- over the last three games, I think the, the one thing we, we, we saw that we was a little concerned about was special teams. That's the thing that's over the last few weeks we've, we've noticed, but kind of shaky. We gave up a Jacksonville Jaguar onside kick. We gave up a, a punt pass, a fake punt. Uh, for a first down, we um, uh, we missed a few extra points, field goals, that kind of stuff. Um, missed field, um, a couple punt returns. So th- those things have been a little bit shaky. So I think that that's the, the one aspect of the team that I think we have all can address and be real with each other and say that that's the, 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 the phase of the game that needs it, if there's any area of concern. Uh, but other than that, I mean, um, our offense led by Patrick Mahomes, uh, leading the league in all the categories, go across the board, first downs, uh, red zone, um, uh, pa- uh, passing yardage per play, a total yardage, um, all the all the things, uh, points scored, all the things that matters. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are leading the league in all of those uh, categories, led by one Patrick Mahomes, and obviously on a terrific season by our uh, all-pro tight end, um, Travis Kelsey. And what we've seen is that, you know, with, with receivers being in and out due to concussions or the injuries, um, um, we had some injuries, you know, had us shuffle up our wide receivers. The, the train don't stop. Um, pe- um, um, Coach Reed just continues to evolve, and, and this offense has continued to evolve. No matter who steps in as wide receiver, um, the Z or the X, um, the, this, this offense just continues to roll. And then also with the running back uh, position, that has evolved. And we have, you know, Isaiah Pacheco, um, toting that rock like mm-hmm. a madman. I mean, he's running mad and angry. A beast. And so those are the type of things, whether, you know, it's almost who cares what the scoreboard says. The the offense is evolving. Um, there is it's becoming um, even harder to guard us, our passing game, because we are now so multifaceted versus when we had uh, the cheetah here. Um, the running game is now coming around. Our offensive line is starting to uh, um, work out together and be a collective unit. And even with some adjustments to the offensive line, some different guys in there, they're still getting the job done at a high level. Um, and then we got guys that, you know, you haven't heard before, the Jody Fortsons, the, the Noah Grays, those guys making key, key receptions at key points of the games. Ten different receivers caught the ball last game. Eleven different guys were targeted. There's only 13, for everybody out there, there's only 13 eligible receivers. <laughs> Unless you have an offensive lineman yeah. that is eligible for a specific play, only 13 receivers suit up or people that can receive the ball suit up. And we had 11 targeted and 10 had actually had catches. It's tough to defend. That, that's very tough to defend um, because we don't focus on any one attribute. And even with saying that, as, as, as spread out as our offense is, I mean, over, over, two, over two or three games uh, series, we had Travis Kelsey two times out of the last three games go for three touchdowns. 
Um, man, it's just it's just phenomenal seeing that the offense go to work. And then to to marry that up with our defense mm-hmm. and the way we've been uh, guys up front, man, you got to take your hat hat off. When guys are working the way they work up front, the way our guys been getting after the quarterback and, and stopping the run, um, it, it's yeoman's work. And, and it's laid back, you know, Chris Jones, um, the, the CEO, the the master, the president, the business <laughs> development of the SAC Nation. SAC Nation, yeah. Um, he's doing, I mean, he's he said it when he came into, t- in, in, into the season, this was going to be his best season. Joe Cullen's called it. Joe Cullen, a new defensive line coach, um, shout out to University of Richmond, but uh, Coach Coach Cullen, when he got here, he Nobody did. Nobody want to hear that. Oh yeah, that's that was my D line coach at Richmond. I know we ain't got many Hawkeye coaches in the league right now, but uh, we got a we few, got a lot of Hawkeye players. We got a few spiders. <laughs> we got a few spiders. Um, Only spiders in the league. <laughs> it's the ones in the locker room. <laughs> don't worry about that. In the don't basement. Wor- don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. But <laughs> Joe Cullen has told uh, he told everybody this was going to be um, um, Chris Jones' best. Uh, season thus far, and he's he's he is uh, he's made that come true. And our D line, uh, we have some young corners, and obviously we we know from that secondary position, the 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 reason why young corners are able to produce and, and cover is because that pressure has to get home. Yeah, and then marry all that up with uh, the way our outstanding linebacker. L- listen, you can say what you want. We have an All Pro linebacker only in the second year. Um, Nick man, Bolton. Nick Bolton has been balling. Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been playing way above anybody's expectation. Um, and then you marry him up with uh, Willie Gay. Uh, those guys have been going after it. So I want to go back because you you know, you know, said you have a short memory and we're, we're going to focus on this Rams game. We have to kind of throw away the Chargers game and the Jacksonville game because it's been so long ago and we didn't have shows. But back to this Rams game, and this is the second time this season, and it kind of made me think back to, like, there's no automatics in the league. Any given Sunday is real. We can say that. We can look back to the Colts game. You can look around the NFL and see teams that should lose or should be, you know, should beat up on somebody and wind up losing. And in two of the last four games, specifically the Titans and this Rams game, we had fill-in quarterbacks that came in. Now, you were on the defensive side, Barbershop. I've never been in that situation. You know, in the locker room, you have the utmost confidence in everybody. I've never... There's never been a time I went through the Elvis Gerback, Rich Gannon debacle. I went through, you know, with Joe Montana and Steve Bono and Steve Bono and Rich Gannon and the back and forth that happened uh, in the revolving door of quarterbacks. And from a player's perspective, I know the big question from that last game is, like, do the Rams feel like they are behind the eight ball when they play in the game when they're back up to the backup quarterback is in and Bryce Perkins? Do do the players like ever think like, oh my gosh, we are we are already like before kickoff, we're down fourteen nothing because of our offense or because of our defense is hamstrung. And I know listeners want to hear about that, but from my perspective, and I don't, I want, I'm interested to hear what you would say. I've never experienced a time where I felt like, oh my goodness. We're, you know, we're going to go down in flames because X player is starting or this guy is out because of injury and we don't necessarily have our best. Like, everybody bleeds. You have the blood, sweat, tears, the training camp, the practices, the, you know, you're, you're, you're getting everything put together, the game plan. You're all diving into the same cause. And, you don't like, I don't remember thinking, like, man, like, we got to go out to war with this dude, or hopefully nobody said it about me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like from you, like you remember. I mean, you were on some good offensive teams. Um, you know, there were times, obviously, Trent Trent got hurt, or your quarterbacks. You played with Donovan. You played with some really good guys. From a quarterback perspective, any ever a situation on your side where you felt like you were behind the eight ball just because of that dynamic. I'm going to be truly uh, transparent and honest with you right now that you know the, the alpha dog Well, you don't ever you, you should always be transparent with me. What are you uh, trying to say? Uh, sometimes I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> uh but but right now, I mean, if I think about it, the the alpha, the the mamba mindset to me is it almost like just just totally clears the 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 room of any type of doubt in my teammates like, man, we was always so uber confident in each other we, we, we there was never any doubt but then when I sit down and think about it if I, if I do close my eyes and think about it is there any one time where we entered the game and I just knew that game plan wasn't going to work defensively I just mm-hmm. knew that the the offense on the other side and I know I know exactly when it was it was I think it was 2003 season it was us preparing for the Minnesota Vikings 
Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss, Moss. Uh, maybe Jake, somebody. Jake Reed. Jake Reed and Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Smith. Robert Smith. And we decided that we were going to run a double corner blitz. I don't know how you just name the receivers we named. <laughs> and goes, we're going to take our two best cover guys and we're going to blitz. double blitz them and allow our safeties and linebackers to try to cover those guys we just named. Okay. It was 17-0 in five minutes. Like, <laughs> at, at that point, we just closed up. the. Listen, man, let's just get through the game. I think they beat us by about 35 points that game. But that was the only time where even during the week of practice, it just it, it, it didn't, it didn't sit sense. right. It didn't it, sit right. Oh, it's just – dude, are we realizing we're playing against Randy Moss? <laughs> he opened – Two, put, two of the three names on there in the Hall of Fame. Two steps down the field, he got his hand, hand up, up in the air waiting to get – and Dante Culpepper, man, he could throw that thing at 80. Like, yeah. There was nothing about that offense that made you think that was the week to implement the double – we call it uh, cat blitz. It was a cat blitz, double double corner cat blitz. And, and as a player, but we still ran it. Yeah. We still ran it like it was going to – like, man, the, Eric, Eric Warfield or Bartia, whoever the cornerbacks was – uh, maybe um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I can't remember number twenty-two from the Rams that came here for a little bit. Oh, uh, Dexter, Dexter McLeon. Yeah, one of those guys is going to get to Dante Culpepper and bring him down before he could throw it up to six foot four Hall of Fame receivers on a safety. So I hear you, man. Well, well, let's be thankful that we are on the opposite side with the Chiefs. We're very healthy. We're playing against teams, and unfortunately, attrition is a part of the league. And going against two quarterbacks, two backup to the backups uh, in the last four weeks, somebody's got to win a football game, and we are uh, on that side of the fence. So I'm not going to apologize for that, and that's the end of the first quarter of our show. When we come back, we got hot fire, spitfire takes, and I think Barbershop's got some. This is Players Only with Dana Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Bono looking to pass the football, throws in the middle, pass is cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Dana Hughes, touch the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Dana Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Dana Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call me D Nice. Just call me D Nice. Taking out you suckers and you don't know how I did it. Players only back. Quarter two, barbershop. I am Dane and Hughes. We got the phone lines, text line open, 913-586-7610. And if you're with us each and every week, except for the last two weeks, you know that this segment is about hot fire, spit fire, fire takes. And I'm going to pass it over to barbershop to give the first. Man, where do I go with this? After three weeks of of hot fire, hot takes, spit fire takes, uh, but there's a certain running back we played against back in the day who's now a politician who, you know, he says he's anti this, but has done some things in his past that don't really say he's anti this. Oh, we got Kanye, who's, I mean, he's all over the place, um, but he thinks the world is flat and he thinks that, you know, slavery was an option. So I guess we can start taking his word for what it is. And besides that, we got Jerry Jones, who was involved in some things, took some pictures back in the day. But all of those things are just, that's just media fire. You know, you believe them, don't believe them. But, you know, this is sports radio, so we're going to talk about sports. So let's talk about it. Is Aaron Rodgers going to lose his job to love? To Aaron, love. Aaron, I, I see how you said it, love. love. You know what I mean? He's going to lose it to love. Has love he, is he, in the air. Is love in the air? Has he taken so many mushrooms now that he's starting to see himself beyond the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> and did he did he actually convince them to pay him $240-some million for one season? And then uh, walk out the building with a, a suitcase full of sixty more million dollars just to go to the next team. Three uh, years, one hundred and fifty million dollar extension they gave him. Oh, you're talking about 
Blind Rob blindfold. <laughs> he put the mask, ski mask, ski mask wave. Yep. He just robbed the Packers, and now he's about to shut it down for the rest of the season um, if they don't have a chance. And then, but last but not least, obviously Deshaun Watson, he's going to be starting quarterback against uh, his old team, against the Houston Texans this week. Um, they asked him over and over different ways of acknowledging maybe to to speak about things off the field, and he was – he was coached up good. Uh, he was coached up right. He kept saying, I'm just focused on uh, what's in front of me, focused on what's ahead of me. He wants to be you know, a leader on the field and, and take care of business on the field. Uh, unfortunately, man, football isn't that easy. We, we, are not, we, we are role models. We are in a position where we got to be um, – everything is, is, is viewed uh, kind of with a fishbowl lens. And you, you got you to gotta put out there the, the same air and energy that you expect to receive. And so – uh, when you're walking around and you walk around with this ego and this ambiance of you being greater than thou and, and more important than the next man, and that you can get away with certain things that other people can't, well, eventually all that th- all that comes 360 degrees. And so, uh, I do believe the man has paid his penalty. Whatever was agreed between the league and him, he served his suspension. So I'm waiting to see him get back on the field and go play. Um, but there, you know, like everything in life, I, I think we should forgive him, but not forget. Um, obviously, he has uh, uh, his own. Uh, Cross the bear when it comes to whatever has transpired in his life with those women. But uh, the, the NFL, man, it, it's not for long for a reason. Guys are going out there doing some crazy things. Uh, coaches are getting hired. My man Deion Sanders, we got to try to get him a, a job. It seemed like Colorado offered him a job, but he don't want it or something. <laughs> I thought he wanted to coach. Now they offer him a job, he don't want it. I think it, it, it's bigger pictures, man. It's, it's such yeah. a, it's such a, 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 a dangerous balancing act about what you know when to take that next position the next step up so man so much things you think with three weeks of hot fire spit takes any of those things can uh we could run with i don't know julio do it what does he get on that yeah but hey man i've been listen i've been i've been my hot fire has been Straight, straight gas. I think Julio, I think you paid off Julio. Oh, man, man. I think you paid off Julio. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'll say this on the, my hot fire. <laughs> there you. it is. That, I ain't even started yeah, yeah. yet. It ain't on he mine. Got, that's it's yours. No, no, he got you. He knew. No, he, that was you. No, no, he knew which was coming out your mouth with some sauce. So he just went ahead. A prequel. Hey, um, pre, the pre joint. So I would say this: the NFL and the NCAA. My hot fire take is that. The NFL get off its high horse uh, and take a page out of the book of the NCAA in regards to reviewing plays, making sure that calls are accurate on the field. Uh, The NCAA, to me, does it right. People complain and think that it's going to be about extending the games, but the college game, to me, if there's action on the field, and you're talking about what maybe a handful of plays where you are reviewing targeting, reviewing a, a hit to the head, uh, reviewing uh, an unnecessary roughness call on a quarterback, um, any of those pivotal plays that can change the complexity of a game that the NFL has decided that if the flag is thrown on the field and the officials are going to make that call, that it stands. While in college football, they will go back to the booth, they'll go back to New York, they will review it, and there are times where they will pick the flag up and say, play on. And to me, it's always been about an ego thing where the NFL never wants to concede to college football. They never want to say, we're going to take a page from college football. They believe that they are premier and that whatever they have set is what the the top echelon and where the bar should be set. And everybody, all the other minions, all the other leagues don't get it right. Uh, you can have celebrations and, you know, then all of a sudden it there's flags thrown for celebrations. Now they reel that back. You can you can hit the quarterback when he's running. There's only some quarterbacks that get those flags when they get hit. Some other quarterbacks don't get those calls. Mm. But yet nobody is overseeing the process and recognizing that although there are 65 to 70 plays in a game on offense and defense, for the most part, uh, one play can change a game can extend a drive. We saw it in the AFC Championship back in 2018, 2019 uh, AFC Championship with the blow to the head by Chris Jones that wasn't a blow to the head on Tom Brady. That, ex- that helped propel 
the Patriots who were floundering at that point while the Chiefs had all the momentum to continue their drive. So many times we've seen it this season as well. So my hot fire take as we go to our second break is NFL, get off your high horse. Recognize that they're with technology where it is uh, and with the rules being applied in college football, it's okay to take a back seat and recognize adjustments need to be made and that there's another league, another division that has it right. You hear that music? He didn't play it for you. He didn't play that for you. That's what we got. See? Barbershop. And that's the end of our second before you even get to say something. I I don't even want you to say none. Just, 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 Just understand. Just accept it. Some things in Just life. accept it. As I mentioned, Jay Southland Toast Service text line is open. Phone lines are open. We're going to tackle that after halftime. 913-586-7610. Get with us. <clears throat> Time, George. This is Players Only with Dana Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. All right, we are back. Halftime's over. We got some Propel, some Gatorade. Barbershop got some Mexican food, and we ready to rock and roll. It is, uh, we just got finished with Hot Fire Takes. Now it is Time's Your segment. We got the phone lines open still. Let's go to line one. What you got? (laughs) Julio gave you the womp womp. Hey, what's up, Dan? Hey, hey, Dan. Hey, uh, Sean, how you doing? I just got back from Salvation Army bell ringing today. I was going to tell you, yeah, a few weeks ago, I was uh, bell ringing if you want to know where I'm at. So I'm not going to talk to you about games. She said what they had to do, you know. It wasn't a pretty game, you know. And, you know, and the defense played pretty good. They really sacked Perkins, uh, Perkins pretty good. Got the interceptions they needed. And they, they did what they did off. And uh, Kelsey spinning Jalen Ramsey around. And Jalen Ramsey going, uh, where, where's there? How to get away from me? How to get away from me? And then uh, Sean McVay before the game. Game uh, gets plumbed by Robert Carter, man. Couldn't believe he had a sword jaw and everything. So let's get some revenge with the Bengals. Let's sack Burrow and let's have a great game. Take care of yourself, guys. Bam. Thanks, Dan. Dan always brings that jolt of energy, right? Admit his show. When I get tired of hearing t- barbershop talk, I need that <laughs> extra little boost. Dan, we appreciate it. Yes, we definitely are going to look to get some revenge retribution against the Bengals. This weekend. Energy and attitude, man. Look, the, the Chiefs, they have that Willie Gay that brings that energy, and we got Dan. Yep. You Dan's the man. Dan brings that electric, that elect. Uh oh. Oh, I can't, you know, I can't wait for this next call. I who, saw his Who name. is it? Go ahead. Let's Big get T. Let's what? go, Big T. Hey, you guys. I appreciate you taking my call, yeah. Dan, and, and Barbershop. Good stuff, man. Um, so, you know, I want to talk about Big Red and, and Brett Veach. Uh, they're always scouring, you know, trying to bring in that extra talent. and and, boy, they brought in a good one. I like that Brandon Williams kid. He played for Baltimore, and he's re- being reunited with his defensive line coach, Joe Colon. And this time of year, you can never have too many defensive linemen. So great job by them. I think he'll help out on that run defense. If anybody don't know who he was, he played at Baltimore. He had some Pro Bowl. He was a Pro Bowler. I, I like that guy. I like that move. He's a nasty guy. And then, you know, let's talk about LeJarrius Sneed. He's, he's a star. I mean, he leads, uh, I thought, all corners. And sacks, and, and he's he's a he's a tackling machine. And this guy, let's we need to take our hats off to him, everybody. Woo, we love with Darius Sneed. He's a star. We need to get more. He needs to get more credit, more, more run. Uh, Nick Bolton, he's a star. We already have a, a Chris Jones, the sack master. He's a star too. And we're, we're building some other guys. That really Dave looking good. Nick Duffy, and the rest of that team is kicking ass and taking names. And I think that's what's going to come down. It's going to come down to this defense. We didn't have this defense uh, last year. Hey, Big T, we had to let you go, man. We didn't get that last say. I'll well, finish it off for you. Finish it. Choo-choo-choo-choo. Choo-choo-choo. Yeah, sorry, Big T. Something was going on with the audio, so we really couldn't hear you. kind of chopped up, but Barbershop got the ending for you. I would say this. I'm right along with you, LeJarrius Sneed. 
Uh, definitely when you talk about Nick Bolton being an all-pro, LeJarrius Sneed should be up there as well. Second on the team in tackles with 76, three and a half sacks, four tackles for loss. Had the interception last week, the first of the season for him. Uh, he is truly a playmaker in barbershop. Uh, for the listeners out there, you guys hear me talk about guys. There's players, and then there's playmakers. There's guys that make tackles, and then there's guys that make plays. And we got two in those two young guys, young Thundercats between Nick Bowen, Legereus Sneed, and then you add in Willie Gay Jr. I mean, you're talking about a core for the middle of that defense, especially in the sub package when Legereus moves inside in that nickel package that is wreaking true havoc. Uh, against NFL opponents. So I'm down with you, Big T. Appreciate the call. Big Jax, what you got? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all living, man? Oh, chilling, man. man. We chilling. Living large, Big Jax. Living large. <laughs> I know you are a barbershop. Hey, I'm just trying to understand, uh, you know, when I see Pat and these guys after Cincinnati came in here and, and they, they lost to them twice last year, like, what do y'all what do y'all think is going through their heads is gonna make sure that they find a way uh to to perform at their best? I mean, you can get beat any week, but you gotta perform at your best, man. What does it take? Because I you know there are still people who wanna tell me that Pat Mahomes threw the playoff game, like through the game. Go like, get them like, drug what? tested. <laughs> Go get them real. drug so tested. I just wonder how that's all, man. I think they're gonna get them this week, man, because I don't think Pat is gonna stand for that. So I just wanna see what y'all think about that, man. I appreciate it. I'll holler at y'all. Appreciate it, Big Jacks. I will tell you that there's no such thing as a player throwing a game in the NFL. It doesn't happen. Uh, I heard earlier somebody talk about players. Players didn't give 100% this past week. They didn't need to give. No, you give 100% or you get hurt in the NFL. It just doesn't happen. I can't tell you what you're looking at to make you think something. All I can tell you is what's real from being in that locker room. Uh, Players will go out and they are going to play to win the game. Uh, there are times where their jobs are called on where Chris Jones isn't always called on to go and sack the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not always called on to get penetration into the backfield and tackle the quarterback. He's called on at times. And if you look at the first half versus the second half of the last game against the Rams, they were in more of a contain mode in the second half where there was maybe one guy that was going for the quarterback and to tackle Bryce Perkins. The rest of them were just trying to keep him in the pocket. So you saw Chris Jones, Derek Noddy, Mike Dana, Frank Clark at times, uh, Carlos Dunlap at times, take two steps off the line of scrimmage and stop and basically two-gap the offensive lineman, which means they put two hands on them and they're able to go one side or the other depending on where the ball carrier or the quarterback went. So it's a method to the madness. It's not about effort or energy, it's about game planning. And what they saw in the first half with Bryce Perkins is what is he's not going to be able to beat us with his arm. So let's not let him beat us with his legs. Let's keep him in the pocket and force him to throw the ball. And what happened, we were able to take the ball away and get the necessary stop. So we appreciate you. We got one last call before we tackle a couple of text messages. Melvin and Mission, what you got? Hey, I got a comment for both of you gentlemen. Uh, First, I want to start off with Mr. Barber. I remember during the off season, where everybody was clamoring that we need to go hire these big, high uh, price free agents, and Sean basically said, "Shut it down." You, know, you want to spend? Yeah, I shut it down. You, right? Shut all that yeah, talk said, down. You want to spend ten million dollars <laughs> to go get four more sacks, and you said we're hiring a new defensive line coach. Yeah, buddy. And he'll come in and change the attitude, and you was right on point with that. Joe and Cullen. I appreciate that. All I listen day, to man. the radio. And now this is for uh, Dana. Now yeah. we're talking. Dana. Now get that. Now let it <laughs> let it loose. Let it loose on Dana. Well, hey, I know no, you got no, something no. for him. Come he on, got, man. He got something good for no, me. It's all good. That's oh, what I'm saying, Melvin. See, this, go ahead, Melvin. Good. This is for both y'all. No cap. I lost. I lost my vision in March, so I listened to the games on the radio, and I appreciate you and Mitch, you know, describing the game to me because you got to realize everybody's not at work. Some people can't see the game visually. Ah. That's the position I'm in. So I appreciate your descriptions and things like like you just described what the defensive line is doing. I can't see that visually, but I would like to know 
if they're stunned, if they're looping, what they're doing to get to the quarterback and things like that. So both of you guys are doing me a uh, great favor, and I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys later. Appreciate it, Melvin. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the shout-out. And uh, mission accomplished. That's our ultimate goal. I know it is for Mitch and myself in the booth. We have to assume when we are calling the games, each and every game on Chiefs Radio Network on 106.5 The Wolf, that – There are people out there driving trucks, listening at home, don't have TVs, can't see the game like you mentioned, and we want to be able to paint the picture of the greatness that's happening on the field with our Chiefs team. And uh, I always appreciate hearing from a lot of listeners on social media and that call that are able to get it, are able to get the same joy, the same satisfaction uh, just by listening to us on the broadcast. So I appreciate that, brother. I've Thanks already, for the I've call. Al- I've already referred to myself as Picasso, so I guess you might be Da Vinci. But we know Picasso is so much better than Da Vinci. How do we know that? How do you know that? I've done a poll. You've done a poll? Yeah. All right. There's always a poll. <laughs> All right. Let's go to let's go to the text line. All right. Let's uh I'll go back earlier. Somebody asked, when we were talking about Thanksgiving food from 816, they said, I thought you were a picky eater. I am a very picky eater. So what I do eat, I eat a lot of. He ain't never had no taco. I never had taco in my life. Ain't never had no, had no Mexican food. Never Ain't had a never cheeseburger. Had a cheeseburger. Ch- Chinese food. Come on, uh, text line. Get, 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 get look, we gotta. Hey, I'm picky. But what I, what I, like, I feel like I'm the easiest person to cook for. My wife will say different, but I feel like I'm the easiest person to cook for because if you cook something I like, <laughs> it doesn't oh. matter how Ooh. often you cook it. Ooh. You could cook it every night, Ooh. and I'll never complain about it. Hope your wife ain't listening. She, she listening. She knows. She heard it before. Oh. Shoot, don't make me raise. What? You hear my voice go up like that? That's when you know you're serious when your voice go up high. All right, from the 310, do you have any penalty statistics for our young secondary in addition to them holding their own? Seem like they commit few penalties. I will say I don't have anything specific on our defensive backs, but I will say that our penalties for a team, we are – Third in the NFL in penalties. We were penalty-free at one game. Yeah, we were penalty-free two games. We were sack-free multiple games this season, including last game against Aaron Donald and that defense that was top 10 in the NFL. Um, So uh, to say specifically about the penalties from our young corners, like just in going back in my, my mind, I can't feel like there's more than a handful of yeah. penalties that have gone against Joshua Williams, Jalen Watson, or uh, Trent McDuffie. So, yeah, to me, having three of your top four corners and your top three corners on the field in nickel be rookies, yeah, and that's something that you can say. Not only can we boast that we can't think of five penalties that they've gotten combined, yeah. we can't think of five touchdowns that they've given up. You gave up the two against the Buffalo Bills. But other than that, you gave up one against the Chargers, I think. But less than two handfuls, I'd say, with those three on the field. To me, that's a shout-out to Brett Veach, Steve Spagnolo. Uh, how this defense is working and how they're implementing rookies is amazing. It's not spoken about enough uh, when you're talking about our defense. All right? Um, 816, do you really just hate on Herschel and then defend Watson? That's selectively hearing. <laughs> if you go back and listen to it, that's not the case. Trying to ball it up into one thing. Come on, text line. Herschel Walker's doing something ongoing now. Watson did something before, paid uh, a price. Whether you want to, whether you want to argue whether it was enough of a price, that's your decision. That's your opinion versus others' opinions. But nobody's defending anything. All right. Uh, which player, all right, from the 816, which player breaks out in the playoffs for the Chiefs and the end of the season, we will look back and say he's a big part of the reason why we won the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with Super George, my man, the Greek freak, George Kalafas. Think Kalafas? Yes. What was it uh, Furious George, a.k.a. Furious, Furious George? A.k.a. Furious George. All right, that's it for the third quarter of the show. When we come back, we got to talk specifically about these Bengals. We got a couple other text messages that we'll try to tackle as well, but let's do it. We got the Bengals this week. We're going to chat about it. 
is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast barbershop didn't get his intro thanks julio (laughs) There you go. You know, it's just little things in life I'm thankful for. I was waiting for Don't want to be a player no more. I was waiting for Can't the DMX. Can't be a player no more. My DMX. Arr. Hey, we'll get you next week. Dog is loose. We'll get arr. you next week and the next week after yeah. that. I know. All I right, know. the fourth quarter of the show, we just got a few minutes left, and we got the Bengals this week. I've been trying to contain myself. We got Sean Barber here. Sean Barber 59 on Twitter, at DAHughesGuy83 on Twitter, and Danon Hughes on Instagram. Follow us. Barbershop, let me just tell you, man, I am from the old school mindset of retribution. Revenge is real. I don't care. I know you talk about one game at a time. Every opponent is the same. And you follow all that coach speak. Yes. But I know deep down inside, and I've been holding it in this entire show. (laughs) Tired of these Bengals. Got retribution on my mind. Revenge on my mind. From a player's perspective, I played in ninety in the 95-96 Indianapolis Colts game, the playoff game that we lost. Lynn Elliott missed the field goals and extra points, and we played them the next year, and yes. I couldn't wait for that game. And we wind up losing that game yes. <laughs> because my the adrenaline of all of us, the fire, the anger, the revenge mindset zapped us. By the end of the first quarter, we was tired. 
and the Colts were a worse a worse team than they were the year before in the playoffs, and they still wind up beating us in 96. So I'm concerned about this game because the emotions can get the best of you. I've been on the field in that situation. I want to hear from you as well. But I think this Chiefs team is a better football team than the Bengals. The Bengals are standing at 7-4. and four. We are 9-2. and two. We are in a situation where um, – there are there's extra incentive. We have a game lead in the AFC, and if we want to have a fifth straight AFC championship come through Arrowhead Stadium, to me, these are the games that you need to win. We have very winnable games the rest of this season, uh, and we need going back to the old Marty Schottenheimer mindset, and I'm sure it's the same with Andy Reid, beat who you're supposed to beat. And win the games at home, and you'll have an opportunity to play some special football in January. But this is a revenge game. Revenge is real. Players know it. Players soak it up. They may not say it in the media, but I'm saying it. Mm. That okay. it, it is it is a mindset that you remember an AFC championship loss. I lost to the Bills in the AFC championship. Didn't get a chance for retribution to that same level. It still haunts me. I can tell. One opportunity that I did not get to the Super Bowl uh-huh. as a player, as a rookie. You, what do you got? Well, I mean, Don't make me jump across this table. Bengals week. First of all, ain't no such thing as no Bengals week. Don't disrespect. It's Bengals week. It's, it's becoming a thing. Don't disrespect the Raiders week by coming up with some copycat stuff. All right. If you want to come up with something completely new, let's let's think about it. But Is I, it a week? Oh and do we play the Bengals? So listen, listeners. Bengals! Listen, somebody need to get Damon a drink or something. <laughs> I need to call my lawyer. Uh, <laughs> make sure I get a restraining order put against Dana Hughes. D.A. Hughes man on Instagram and whatever. That's wrong, D.A. Hughes guy. See, oh, you messing it up. <laughs> D.A. Hughes guy. <laughs> but my beliefs about the Bengals, I think I think the Bengals are a good team. I think the, the team that they built was specifically to try to beat the Chiefs. They... They decided that they were going to go and get as many offensive weapons, down the field weapons. They were going to get, uh, you know, re-sign Joe Mixon. Defensively, they had this uh, this unique style of playing, this shadow technique. It's not a true spy technique. It's, it's rushing two or three, uh, bringing another two off of uh, like a second level. They pinch the ends and then wrap around. And it's some things that cause a little bit of confusion with the offensive line. And then it does some mixed things with how they rock and roll and, and shift their safeties right before the, the snap. It's something that, you know, Patrick and the team has to deal with as far as understanding how our receivers run routes and how our receivers adjust their routes when they uh, recognize certain coverages. So they do an amazing job of disguising, melting to different coverages. And then sometimes they actually run a zone that ends up becoming uh, mesh and melts into a man, man coverage. Yeah. And, no, and, and those things are very tricky as far as uh, when you're a quarter and you're trying to con, con, uh, keep your eyes downfield, but you're feeling some some pinch pressures from the ends or, or some loopers. So in a combination of all those things they do, they do things that makes it a little bit tougher for our offense than, than most defenses. But for their offense, I mean, it's basically uh, just throw it up and get it. It's basically – um, whenever they need a play, try to find Jamar and throw it up. Try to find T. Higgins and throw it up. If we don't cover Hurst or we don't cover Tyler Boyd, then every once in a while they can get a first down. But it's those two, uh, you know, the, the, the Z and the X receivers, they're, 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 they're two main go-to guys who have phenomenal – I mean, you go down the list of what makes a receiver, speed, catch. Size. Uh, size, um, hands, yep. uh, yards after the catch. Um, elusiveness, uh, route running, I mean, all the things that you would use to design your uh, ultimate receiver, and both of those guys have it, and they have it at a high level. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a situation where I feel like the Chiefs are a better team, but this is a dangerous team. They have beaten us seven out of ten times, almost puts them in the same vein as the Indianapolis Colts when it comes to playing the Chiefs. Having our number, even with some bad, really bad Bengals teams in the past. This is an important game for our psyche. It's not a game we need to win. It's a game that I'm sure that they are feeling like they absolutely want to win. And I'm down with it. Because you got to let teams know, man. You got to let them know just in case you meet them again in the playoffs. And we know from the Bills' perspective that – just because they beat you in the regular season doesn't mean that they are a better team that can beat you in the playoffs. Well, this Bengals team did both 
last year. One of the few teams besides the Patriots that have done that to us in a while. So it is retribution time. We'll be back next week talking about a win. Peace. This is Players Only with Dana Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.